The Mixed Mornings and More podcast with Steph and Sean. Now available daily. Good morning, world. Good morning. Happy Thursday. It's March. It's the 24th. And it's uh, 5.31 right now. I was so close to falling victim to fake spring stuff. What happened, Sean? Uh, I had my heavy blanket, my comforter on my bed. And yeah. then when it was like plus 10 on like Tuesday and then yesterday, like plus 14, I was like, I don't need this anymore. But instead of putting away the comforter, yeah. I just kind of moved it to the side and just used like a different blanket for the time being. Smart man. And uh, last night, I needed it. Yeah, I was going to say, did you uh, move it back over to oh, the, yeah. the main event last night? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. It's such a turn of events. Like, it was so beautiful yesterday. And then just as the night went on, it was like rain, nap, never mind, sleep. Nope. Nap, over yeah. to snow. Yeah, because like, well, when I take my afternoon nap, like, it's 10 degrees outside, 14, whatever it was. I was like, oh, it's a sweaty one right now. Okay. <laughs> It was just lying there with just like the top sheet on, but then it was just like at night. Also, when I was lying there with the top sheet, I was like, meh. A little chilly. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to start wearing. I was like, well, I had shorts on around the house and everything. It's like, well, back to the comfy sweats again. <laughs> but fake spring, not this time. Not this time. You didn't get me. <laughs> so we got a couple cookie monsters in this city, Sean. It's me. I'm the cookie monster. <laughs> Don't need to go any further. Well, last night we were out selling Girl Guide cookies, and we were knocking on so many doors, and it was so much fun. But then, when we decided to end the night, I almost missed hosting comedy night because we couldn't get back to our cars with the cookies. What do you mean? Like, everyone was just, like, hollering for cookies? Like, more? Yes. Like, opening their doors and saying, Don't no. miss my house! <laughs> Are you passing my house? Are you insane? <laughs> yeah. So, like, we had this one lady, uh, she just drove home from taking her dog for a walk, and she was like, wait, stop right there, I have to put the dog in the house, and then I will come and get some cookies from you. While we were stopped wow. at this house, the lady next door opened her door oh and was my like, goodness. wait, I need cookies too. So then we gave her some, we start walking along, and I'm like, girls, we gotta get back, your parents are waiting, I gotta yeah. get to comedy night, and somebody else comes running down the road. Are you skipping oh my, my house? <laughs> Everyone's just a peeping Tom outside their windows, like, all right, they're going to come to my house. They need to call. I, I need to call them over. The girl guides are coming. The girl guides are coming. <laughs> Someone sounded the horn for sure in the neighborhood. Huge thank you to everyone who bought cookies. It's a great fundraiser and yeah. it's going very ba- well. Like a good problem to have. More people wanted to buy them from for you. For sure. So Instagram came out with an update sometime last night or this morning, Steph, in its chronological order for the feed. Oh my goodness. Did you send them a personal email to thank them? Did right. you send them an angry email every hour to ask them to do this again? Even better. Handwritten letter. Always gets the point across more. Uh, (laughs) And threats as well, Sean? (laughs) No threats. Just handwritten letter (laughs) voicing my concerns. And apparently they've gone through with it. Now I've opened my Instagram this morning. I've refreshed the app. I've tried to update it. It is not showing up and I don't have the option for chronological order on mine. So sad, too bad, because it definitely showed up as soon as you told me that it happened on mine. Yeah, so I think I have to update like my actual iOS, like my actual iPhone like software update. So apparently, if you have Instagram, right on the main page, top left corner, it has Instagram, the brand, in the top left corner. Apparently, yeah. you're just supposed to click that, and then a drop-down menu comes up, and you can say sort by like favorites, which it has been for like the past two years, or sort by like chronological, and then it shows like 
one second ago, two minutes ago, uh-huh. five minutes ago. Not for me. <laughs> yeah, it's not even apparently, though, because literally that's what you do. You just click it and it works, Sean. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. We'll see. I saw this meme the other day that said this is the perfect time of year. Okay. Listening. <laughs> they said it's because it's warm out, but the bugs are not out yet. Oh. I mean, that's one thing. That's one thing. I don't know if you've lived here long enough. Have you ever seen a tar sand beetle? <laughs> I think it's, it's a huge thing. Yeah, but then you just look at the slush everywhere and the mud and the dirt, and then that's one on the con side. Okay. So you got to weigh the pros and cons, I think. I, I, okay, I will say I hate bugs as well. <laughs> so bless. I love that they aren't around. True. Me too. Like plus 14 and no bugs. Great. Yes. And yesterday, that was exactly my thought when I decided to open my windows. Oh, yeah. I was like... Plus 14, no bugs, beautiful out. Let's get some airflow in this stale winter <laughs> capsule. Yeah. And one of my windows doesn't have a screen on it. And it hasn't had a screen on it for a while, but I was like, this is the perfect time of year to open it. I yeah. saw the meme. It's it. It's a great <laughs> time of year. The meme told me it's the perfect time of year. <laughs> it's warm and there's no bugs. <laughs> so I opened the window. And about 15 minutes later, there was a giant fly flying around my house. Yeah. Like, where did it come from? Where was it sleeping all winter? It hasn't had time to hatch yet. And I'm like, I barely survived the cold winter. How did the bug survive the cold winter to wake up in March? Are bugs one of those things where they can get frozen and then once it like gets warm out, they like come back to life? Okay. Or, did, I, I, or is that just things in like movies? I can't tell. I wondered that as well because I'm like, I feel like houseflies, you know, sometimes you can go into like a closed up cabin or something and there's some houseflies yeah. in the window and then you like turn the fire on or something and then there's houseflies flying around. You're like, yeah. where did you come from? I think they woke up in the windowsill, but I don't know. Isn't that like lizards? They're like cold-blooded or whatever. And when they get out in some places, they just like look like they're dead. But like once you warm them up, then they start moving around again. Maybe it's the same with bugs. Oh, I don't. Now like I'm just thinking out loud. I'm like <laughs> things I pro- I should probably look up before I just open my mouth and start talking about. Google is a thing, Sean, but it's all right. <laughs> Steph, I'm curious to get not only your take on this, but you listening as well. So 780-791-1037, you can text or call, and it has to do with some parking lot etiquette, okay? Okay. So the other day, we were at bowling right by the Alley YMM, that parking lot over there. It's pretty busy. It's kind of smaller for all the businesses Mm -hmm. that are around there, but there's additional parking. It's just a little farther away. Yeah. And so the parking lot was busy. There was a big event going on for Big Brothers, Big Sisters, so lots of people were going in and out, and... Driving down one of the lanes, I was farther back and I saw a car ahead of me, about three cars ahead of me. They passed the parking spot and then someone got in a car and then immediately backed out of their spot and then drove away. And the car that was in front of that put on the reverse lights and went and backed into that stall. Meanwhile, there's three of us who are going forward I thought it would be the person at the front of the line that would just drive and pull into that spot. What is the parking lot etiquette here on passing a spot and then backing into it when it becomes available? I think the etiquette is that belongs to the person next in line. You passed it. You have now still you're still in the front of the line. So hopefully you find another spot, but you don't get to back up. That's that's the next person who can turn into it. Okay, they can go straight in. And the thing I, I should add this as well, like. 
us driving forward, we weren't like right beside the spot, but we were noticeable that if the person that was ahead of the spot would have noticed us like pulling up to it. So there, it wasn't like we would have pulled into it like within a snap, but it would have been like one or two seconds and we would have been there. Mm, yeah. Like, is there a distance? Like, it's like, oh, they're, they're a couple seconds away. So I still, I have time to like back in or do you just got to do another loop around? I, okay. I feel like you have to be more than a couple seconds okay. back. Like if you can see them and they're not, they've noticed that the parking lot, yeah. parking spot is open, I think it belongs to them. Okay. And I'm always surprised as well. Um, like I've been in the car with a savage driver that's done that. <laughs> And the, the backup thing? Yeah, the backup thing. Ooh. And I'm like, the person is going to get out and yell at us because it's clearly <laughs> not our spot. And the driver has said to me, they've got nowhere to park to get out and yell. It's fine. They're not coming for us. We'll already be gone. And I'm just like, in a small enough town like Fort McMurray, oh. you probably know them. It's a no for me. Yeah, the, this is where road rage happens if you do one of those things. So yeah, I, th- I just thought it was very interesting. And I've talked to some other people who said like, no, it's fine. Like, it's a free-for-all world. If you find a parking spot, uh, that's yours to take. So I know where you stand, but I want to know where everyone else stands. What's the parking lot etiquette here? couple answers rolling through over on our text line, 780-791-1037 on the parking lot etiquette. Basically, the gist of it is if you pass a spot, are you allowed to then back up and then go into it when it becomes available? Like if a car all of a sudden pulls out from it after you pass it. Kayla on the text line said, if I'm there and they are backing out, I'm taking it. Maybe she is a but there's no other spots available. So first come, first serve. She's the type that's just going to take it. Wow. And I, I, I don't want to be a jerk, but I feel like that's a little bit savage. <laughs> um, Sean, what do you think? Is it your spot or is it? I think it, I'm, I'm varying. So like if I'm doing my first lap around the parking lot, I'll let the person behind me. But if I'm on like lap three and I'm starting to be late for wherever I'm going, whatever I'm doing, I'll probably back into it. Cause at that point I'm like, I, I did my dues. I've done four laps, three laps around here, and I just need a parking spot. Okay. I think it also, like, depends on the location. For instance, I mean, this you witnessed this at the Alley YMM. There is, like, maybe some on-street parking. There are other parking lots around. I always picture the worst parking spots are, like, Banff Hot Springs, Moline Lake, or not Moline Lake, uh, Moraine Lake, Lake Louise. Those ones, I'm like, oh, it's okay to be a little bit savage, maybe. Is that wrong? I don't know. Reality Recap. Sean, another episode of Big Brother Canada has commenced. Did you watch it? I did. I, I Well, once you started saying, like, oh, why don't you PVR? I was like, why don't I PVR it? <laughs> why not? That's a that's yeah. some great technology. Look at you. I mean, you're 70 years old. PVR. So that's what I did. So I got to watch it last night. It was great. Um, so we left off Gino. He's the Greek goddess. He put up uh, Marty and Jess on the block. That's where we left off with and Marty's just like super fired up. So he's the old guy from New Brunswick. He speaks a lot of French. Uh, he didn't like so when they nominate people, they nominate them in front of the whole house and they have to give like one or two sentences about like why they nominated them and Gino, when he said he's putting up Marty, said they were working together but then Marty at the last second like voted in a way that Gino didn't vote oh. and so they voted in two separate ways in the last eviction and so Gino said in his speech 
speech to everyone, Marty backstabbed me. Whoa. And like he disrespected him. And so Marty's fired up about that speech. So he's he's uh he's not a big fan of Gino right now because they were an alliance and now they're butting heads and they're not seeing eye to eye. And so it was just uh it was a it was a heavy little scene right there. Um so everyone now now that so Kyle, if you remember Kyle had one of the most Kyle. like chaotic HOHs in like Big Brother, like branching out to like American Big Brother, one of the most chaotic HOHs that like a lot of people have seen. Like I was, I was reading the online Twitter and everything, and everyone's like, this is one of the most wild ones. And so everyone was expecting Kyle to go in the block, but Gino and Kyle are kind of working together. That's amazing because Kyle seemed to ruin every yeah. single one of his alliances, but somehow managed to keep Gino and now he's HOH. Okay. Yeah. So the one he didn't really ruin is Gino. So he didn't go up on the block, but everyone is like meeting silently with Gino and be like, hey, you should put Kyle up or else you're probably going home Ooh. next week. So a lot of people are like kind of threatening him, a little blackmail, a little Foreshadowing. bit. Foreshadowing. Uh, and then so the veto competition happens and it's like, it's like a, a box stacking competition in a way where they're up against the wall and they have a box and then it, they have to rest it against their chest and then they keep on getting more boxes and the line just keeps getting longer oh. and so the more boxes the harder it is for it to stable and they tempted them with more boxes with uh, so they were coming like every 10 minutes or so uh, and then they're like you don't have to add this box but this box includes like a letter from home Oh, so that's it's like tough. you can make your competition harder, but you get a letter from home, or you can make your competition easier, but you don't get a letter from home. And they've been outside of uh, the real world for like about over a month now, so they wow. haven't heard from like loved ones. Yeah, that's a tough, tough one because it's like you might get a letter from home, but that might also make you have to go home. Yeah, then you might go home like a couple yeah. days later. So I think only one person did it because she knew she was safe. It was Summer who took it. Regardless, Marty won the veto, who was oh. on the block. And for some reason, this reunited him and Gino. They rekindled, like, kind of their French You're connection. Kidding. Yeah, so they're besties again. So is Kyle up on the block? Did he get to choose somebody else? That's the way it's looking like. So Gino and Marty talk, and they're like, hey, I think we're going to go home, like, with Kyle if we don't just get rid of him because the whole house hates him. So that's the way that the episode ended. And uh, it's getting really juicy now. And I'm like diving in teeth first. So I'm digging it. If you haven't, I suggest binge watching and catching up because it's going to be a good season. I've got some news from the TikTok universe. Love it. Love (laughs) it. Rely on it. Cool. (laughs) They're saying this is a short king spring. Okay, for all the people that are like 5'7", five, 5'8". Five, you got it, yeah. So short basically, kings. Short Kings, they're crediting Tom Holland for this and yes. Zendaya. They're saying thanks so much to Zendaya for taking a chance on a shorter man and that it has <laughs> opened up a world of possibilities for uh, men on dating apps where you have to put your height. Yeah. And uh, apparently, usually on a dating app, you'll see men say, like, I'm six feet, if that matters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but now they're saying women are actually seeking no, out. No, I don't believe that. <laughs> they're saying it. They're saying it. This is the TikTok news. They're seeking out shorter men. I'll believe it when I see it. Obviously, I'm happily uh, taken right now. I'm 5'9". I was a short king for a while. I found another, my, my lady's 5'9 as well, so it's like perfect. But I remember going through the trials and tribulations of being 5'9 and dating. And it's like, oh, you're not six feet tall. See you later. <laughs> okay, but like, this is a new horizon, Sean. You think you don't, you... Like, I don't believe it. I think you're maybe stuck in the past. <laughs>
I am. I will admit, I am stuck in the past. But I also don't think that people are just going to be seeking out someone who's 5'6". Okay, well, they're saying that usually a person who is shorter and not six feet will have to make $175,000 more than a six-foot person. Yeah, exactly, to have the same prospects. But they're saying now because of Tom Holland and Zendaya... They're also saying they should give him a Nobel Prize for starting this. Okay, well, I agree uh, with that. <laughs> Tom Holland's king right now. I, I'm a little traumatized, but I'll, I'll wait and see. I'm in a wait-and-see approach to see if all the short kings out there represent can get those dates. Short king spring! Back in January, I was really excited, and you called me an old lady <laughs> for getting the coolest contraption ever is an indoor-outdoor thermometer. Oh, I was like, what one was this? I called you that a lot of times. <laughs> I remember the thermometer. Yeah, yeah, of course. So you have like one piece of it that goes outside, and then you have something that sits on your counter that tells you what the temperature is outside <laughs> and inside your house. It's so cool. Is it changing your life over there? Well, it was changing my life until I think it's broken. Oh, jar. I know. It's only like two months old. But yesterday it said it was 33 outside Ooh. and 24 inside okay maybe it doesn't do well in the sunshine i it like it must be because it definitely wasn't 24 in my house like i'm a, <laughs> I'm a, a 20 person yeah and i loved how nice it was outside but 33 is a stretch we weren't in a heat wave yeah no i wish we were I, I I never I don't wish your silly old grandma contraptions like break <laughs> on you, but uh, I do find it kind of fun. So did you just what do you do? Do you just move it around or how did uh, you fi- have you fixed it? I haven't fixed it. I don't think there's a way to fix it. I think my husband says that um, he thinks it's not supposed to get wet. He's like electronics <laughs> don't do well with water, and we've just had this crazy melt, and it was I've had it like sitting in a planter. And he was just like, the snow melted around it multiple times, and you can't expect it to keep working if you're not going to take care of it. And I'm like, hey, don't blame me for this electronics inability to be waterproof when it's an outside toy. That's what I'm thinking. Like, it's supposed to tell the temperature for you. It is supposed to last outside in the conditions, I would think. How would it not survive a winter? Right? Somebody needs to tell them how to waterproof it. That's what I'm saying. There we go. There we go. Waterproof the damn thing. Want more of today's show? Download the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. Now available every weekday.